Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Three seconds left. Outlets to Clarkson. One long dribble in front. Dunks it with point three. Left hand drive, but into traffic. Keeps it alive. Now gets by the defense and scoops and scores. Beautiful move by Jordy Clarkson. He just stalled for a second. Everyone thought the engine was off, but it had a turbo burst left. Rudy Gay, corner three. Good. And Rudy Gay's got 17 points on 7 of 8 shooting. And the Jazz are back up by 12. Clarkson into the lane. Hangs. Gives to Gobert. Packed it with two hands. Rock the Casbah, Rudy Gobert. Very comfortable. And my teammates trust me, you know, and trust me to make the right play inside and feed me the ball. It's almost like the more I get the ball, the more comfortable I get. Obviously, I've been putting a lot of work, you know, this summer and, and, and even this year. So it's uh, great for me to, to get those opportunities and, you know, try to make the right play. Finishing at the rim or finding my, my teammates open in the behind the three. There's Rudy Gobert after he helps the Jazz beat the Blazers, make it eight straight road wins. Gobert led the way with 22 points, 14 rebounds, and he did have one especially nice spin move in the middle of the paint there, and he spun back to the right and shot it quick and beat the help defender coming over and got the layup. Was, ooh, ah. He also had a lot of. Hey, guess what? I'm six inches taller than you guys. Throw me a lob and I'll dunk it. Thought the Jazz came out absolutely focused on using their size advantage, going right at the Blazers. They build a 14-2 lead. Layups, dunks, and a little bit of uh, the six to eight foot back in mini jump shot out of bogey. Then for some reason they went away from that and let the Blazers back in the game. And that was the story over and over, at least a half dozen times. Stretch that lead to 17, watch it go down to single digits. Stretch that lead to 15 or 16, watch it go down to single digits. It happened over and over and over. To the point Quinn commented on the postgame show, and I think it comes down to one thing. The Jazz just get bored. It's how they lost games at home. They get bored. They don't pay attention to details. They don't bring the same focus and energy. And the other team makes a run and gets them. Because the Jazz have clearly been good enough to win these games uh, that they've lost at home. And they were clearly good enough to, at times, you're thinking, well, they're going to beat Portland by 30. And you don't get anything for beating Portland by 30. Maybe a little bit of satisfaction past the imaginary eye test that we all talk about. Well, there actually is no eye test. PK. Yeah. The Jazz take down the Blazers, the shorthanded Blazers, missing half their roster, two of their best three or four players. Do you take anything from that? Yeah, I was surprised that Lillard uh, waited until five minutes left in the game to get a technical. I would have gotten one much earlier to get the heck out of there. <laughs> Send me home. Yeah. He and, uh, he and Powell both had 32 points, and after that, it got pretty hard for the Blazers to score. Nance was the only other guy in double figures. So the Jazz are off tonight, and then they play the Timberwolves tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. And they'll go back-to-back at home Friday and Saturday with the Wolves and the Warriors. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. 
Rebound Gibson. Big board to Burks for three. Knocks it down. Alec Burks with 31. Morris, couple of jab steps. Drives to his right, all the way to the right block. Turns around, fades away. Oh, Marcus Morris. Bullseye. Bain down the lane. Kicks left sideline. Morant's open three on the way. Ring it up. Put three more on the board. John Morant with his sixth triple of the night. Bain now comes back the other way. Gets it out on top. Booker for three. Shazam! Here's Barnes. Ball fake. Inbounds to Fox. Fox going to drive it. Finds the seam. Feeds a bullet to the corner. Three for the win on the way. It's good! It's knocked down by Chemezi Metu. And it's pandemonium at Golden 1 Center. A scene that we haven't seen in like forever. With Kings fans jumping up and down. Arms extended. Kings win it at the horn. 95-94. Chemezi Metu. Kings with a dramatic finish to pick up the win. They beat the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, You also heard the highlights there as Alec Burks went off for 34 points and the Knicks beat the Pistons. But PK, I think for most Jazz fans, it's basically a three-team league at this point. Tell me what the Jazz did. Tell me what the Warriors and Suns did. And the Suns got the easy win over the Thunder. 115-97, Devin Booker having a big night with 38 points. Yeah, I would say for me too. Also, tell me what BYU did. In the NBA? Well, what the uh, BYU guys are doing in the NBA. Okay. Yeah. How'd Jimmer do? <laughs> He's not in the NBA. He's not? Oh, what a joke. I mean, everybody else is. Why isn't he? <laughs> it's only a matter of time. The countdown is on. So watching those Blazers guys, man, I'm, I'm not sure I knew who Half most of those dudes was, were. Right? Yeah. Yeah, really? Who's this guy? You know who John Moran is? He went for 41. You know who LeBron is? He went for 37. And the Grizzlies beat the Lakers, 104-99 in L.A. Well, Moran is a young, spectacular player, and I like what Fisdale, he's been the acting coach with Vogel being in the protocol, said the other day. Uh, he basically apologized to LeBron. We don't have a good enough team around you, but you, what's today, the 29th? Uh, I think tomorrow. Oh, is today the 30th? Today's the 30th. Oh, yeah, today's his, LeBron, says, I think it's his birthday today. He's 37 years of age. I mean, this he's just incredible. To, to do what he's doing at his age is just, I don't know if it's necessarily completely unprecedented, but if not, it's close to it. And unprecedented is the word of the month here in our community, obviously, uh, with the unprecedented Kalani and uh, Danny Ainge and, and what LeBron's doing is just absolutely marvelous. I mean, the team isn't very, any good, obviously, but he, at 37 years of age now, is just sensational. Lakers are 17-19. and 19. They're now two games under 500, which is still good for seventh in the West. The West, there have been years where the West is very deep, and this is not one of those years. A lot of injuries to a lot of teams, and once you get down into the 5, 6, 7 range, everybody's around 500, give or take a game or two. Well, depth always gets reduced in the playoffs anyway, doesn't it? Yes, it does, but that wasn't what I was getting at, but thank you, PK. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, just, I'm a little off my game this morning. I'll rally. Ricky Rubio undergoing an MRI, confirmed he tore his ACL in his left knee Tuesday. He is done for the year, and then we'll see how it impacts the start of next season. But he's, he's certainly out for the year. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. You want to know how BYU did? They won, PK. It's a good thing Gideon George came off the bench with 17 points. BYU avoids what could have been a disastrous defeat to Westminster, but they win 
53. And a lot of guys who you would think would score, especially against Westminster. Loner was shut out. Torrey coming off that uh, massive 19.13 rebound game. Had four points and five boards. Looked pretty ordinary. Barcelo didn't shoot it very well. Three of nine, didn't get to double figures. He finished with nine points. But Gideon George gave him 17, and they got the win. I think if you look back historically over the years, though, the Cougars have always struggled with Westminster. Thanks, PK. (laughs) Their two-game series history. (laughs) He didn't say you had to look back over a lot of history. (laughs) Or two years. I mean, anytime you get to close up to the hill, those two, throw the records out. Utah State opens Mountain West Conference play by losing to Air Force 49-47. Man, do you have flashbacks when you hear that score, PK? A lot of trips to Air Force, a lot of games uglied up. First team to 40 wins. Right, yeah. I mean, that tends to be the case over there. The, the, the more things change, the more things they stay the same, right, with the academy and their their type of players and their style of play. I got to say, I was surprised. It's, it's, it's disappointing because Utah State, I mean, they haven't been as surprising as their football team because obviously they weren't nearly as bad as their football team was last year. Uh, but, you know, I, I was encouraged by watching them play several times in the non-conference. So I'm thinking, wow, they got a nice opportunity to go 1-0 and zero and pick up a road win, and then they don't. Justin Bean, 18 points, 10 rebounds. He gets it done. And when they were down pretty big, because eight points feels like 18 when you're playing Air Force and they're slowing everything down, Bean was the guy who got him back into the game with a couple of buckets. But not enough. They come up short 49-47 and lose their Mountain West conference opener. BYU's conference opener at Portland Saturday postponed the pilots pausing team activities due to COVID. Uh, why not just give them the win? It's Portland. <laughs> we weren't going to win anyway. Here you go. <laughs> You've got to go into the Beehive. It's the Child Center. Come on. Say, Didn't they play say. a triple OT game up there like five years ago? And there's a famous quote from TJ Haas uh, that lives yeah. on from that yes, arena. Right. As he gets up off the floor. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I would think, too, that, that now that I look at it, no. If you even get a response from anyone in Portland, consider that a win. So you don't want to shut them, have them shut the F up. Just the fact that somebody said something indicates somebody actually cares about Portland basketball. That would be awesome if Barcelo, whenever they go up there, Barcelo's dribbling up court. Will someone say something as he dribbles up court? I need some crowd noise. What? Shut the F up! Okay. Of course, I thought that was a bunch of listeners talking to me. hey <laughs> Utes! Back into Pac-12 play. Now, you may have forgotten, but the Pac-12 played two games early in December. Uh, well, each team in the Pac-12 played two games early in December. And the Utes split them. They're 1-1, one and one, and they are going to Oregon State. And Oregon State has been awful. 2-10. and 0-2 oh in conference. That game's on the Pac-12 network. Shocked ESPN and FS1 didn't want that one. Uh, that game will be on the Pac-12 network tonight with 2-10 and 10 Oregon State hosting the Utes. Whack well, play. Oh, go ahead. Opportunity, obviously, there for Utah to get off to a good start. Well, not – yeah, they've already been. You're right. At 1-1. One one. Get off to a better start, then. Put it that way. There are some teams struggling, and we assume that Craig Smith will have better teams going forward when he's had a chance to recruit there and mine the transfer portal a little more. But there is a chance to get into the middle third of the league this year. Uh, the top of the league is clearly out of reach, but the bottom of the league isn't very good. There's some teams to beat to get into that, the middle of the league here. 
and Oregon State's one of those teams. Yeah, I don't think the middle of the league is very good. If, if Oregon State is a middle of the league team at two and ten, they're not. Your league, your league sucks. This is how you beat the bottom and you get to the middle. Uh, yeah, I see no reason why. I mean, as you say, it's uh, uh, what the, the two LAs in Arizona, and that's it. After that, it looks wide open. Normally, you would throw Oregon in there, but how unimpressive has Oregon been? Well, I mean, right now, these are the glory days in Eugene. Just <laughs> which which team is worse, football or basketball? Uh, if you've been jealous of Oregon's money and success, now is the time to focus on on Duck Athletics. Get the duck out of here. hey <laughs> Uh, whack play. UVU opens conference at Abilene at home against Abilene Christian. They'll play in Orm at six o'clock. Dixie State is home playing Tarleton State. It's going to be hard to get used to the new whack. Couldn't name it for a million bucks. I'm going to have to get on that. I really think Abilene Christian should rename itself and call it Maybelline. Then you can play the Chuck Berry tune. Maybelline. You got an opportunity to get some separation there. Big Sky, Sac State's at Southern Utah. Weber State has made the trip to Bozeman. They're taking on Montana State, both those games on ESPN+, Plus, as are the WAC games. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me clarify that. I don't, I wouldn't rule that out. You know, I think that I'm just enjoying this season for this season. And I think there's playing next year is, will definitely be in the thought process. Um, one of the things that, that obviously, and you and I have talked about this over the years, wanting to, to not be a bum, per se, on the way out and, and to still be able to play, I think is important to me. Uh, if this year has stopped me anything, I said, um, you know, I still can play. I still have a love for the game. I'm still super competitive and, and still enjoy the the the, uh, the process of the week. I miss practice, and it's tough to not be out there week after week now. But um, I still do love competing, and I love being out there. Well, then, why in the world would you retire? That makes no sense. But we just get Aaron Rodgers press conferences, and then he says stuff, and everybody reacts, and he gets attention, and whatever. That's his. Isn't that his weekly show with the What's the dude who does the show with the muscle shirt? What's his name? Uh, the former punter. Pat McAfee. Thank yeah, you. there you go. There you go. This yeah, was yeah, an immediate yeah. session, though. Oh, was it? Okay. I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, he's... Aaron Rodgers, I think, had a perfect score on one of those standardized tests coming out of high school. So guys like him, they've got to talk. I mean, they're just too smart not to. So if he's asked a question... Even though he's a little bit of a drama queen, if he's asked a question, he usually gives you a deep answer. Well, he does look really good playing football. He isn't practicing, so why the heck retire? I mean, I can appreciate that he doesn't want to hang on at the end and you know be the 27th best quarterback in the NFL. No, I mean, but right no now he's that. at the top of his game. I mean, they they win. They're the one seed. They're they're in position now. They just got to finish it off here, and then we'll see if they can get back to the NFC title game for the third straight year. I mean, he's at the top of his game, and they've been really good for a while. So I know. Brady said, shut up, kid. <laughs> you youngsters. You're so immature. <laughs> Wait till you're 45. Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo telling reporters he definitely has a chance to play against the Houston Texans Sunday night, despite a reportedly sprained ligament and fractured bone in his right thumb. That would be the thumb he helps throw the ball with. Doesn't sound great to me. He didn't look great last week. I say anybody who watched his, him last Thursday. Had his general manager liking a tweet. It was a mistake. It had to be. He had to have been looking at the tweet like, what's the public saying, and then sit on his phone. 
I mean, you couldn't really be an NFL gym and like that tweet and think that would be a good idea. Could you? Okay, did he like the tweet, even though it was a mistake that he liked it? Yeah, I don't know how, what, to what level they have faith. I mean, obviously they've drafted the next good young quarterback, so they just view him as kind of a B-level quarterback. Hey, maybe he can get us to the playoffs, but we're not going to win the Super Bowl with this guy, although they've been to a Super Bowl recently. Seahawks star, former Utah State Aggie standout Bobby Wagner admitted that his future in Seattle is in question despite racking up incredible numbers. 170 tackles so far this season, just five away from setting the NFL record for tackles in a single season. Wagner is set to count $20 million, $20.35 million to be exact. Against Cap next year, the franchise could be on the verge of just hitting reset, blowing everything up, clearing cap room, and obviously there would be takers for Bobby Wagner. But he has been a fixture in Seattle. But where they are, maybe they just want to start over. Maybe. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. First and 10 from the 16. Handoff Brooks again, sweeping left. Puts his foot nice. on the ground, cuts it up. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Kennedy Brooks, 16 yards. Caleb Williams, he's got it. Back to pass. Looking left, lobs end zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops, touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sidelines. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. That was stupendous. Williams going to hand it to him again. Comes near side, cuts it up. 25-20. What a move down the sidelines. Kennedy, 5-10. Touchdown. Kennedy Brooks into the end zone from 29 yards out. And Oklahoma. 47-32 winners over Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. They scored 24 unanswered in the second quarter, and that was the end of that game. Oklahoma scoring on eight straight possess- possessions after punting on the first one. The Oregon defense never showed up. The Oregon offense showed up after halftime when it was too late to do anything but make the score a little more respectable. Never got them back in the game because Oklahoma went through that defense with no problems, PK. Yeah, it was beautiful to see. <laughs> you don't care about that Pac-12 pride, huh? The conference has got to make a name for itself. Win important games. Uh, yeah, I, the team's bowl records, uh, just their conference's bowl records, that's something that announcers have always talked about. And it's like you, you, the hometown team, uh, the, the color guy says, well, you got to get off to a fast start. I mean, you can count on it. Well, what does it mean? The SEC's uh, struggling. Does that mean the SEC's a bad league? Yes. Horrible. That don't make no sense if you ask me. Clemson beat Iowa State 20-13 to in the old Cheez-Its Bowl. A pass deflected in the air, swatted, but not towards the ground. A bizarro play that gets returned in a pick six ends up being the difference in the game. Dabo Sweeney's won 150 games now as a football coach, and Clemson has another 10-win season, and they knock off Iowa State 20 to 13. 11 straight 10-win seasons for those guys. And Maryland blew out Virginia Tech 54 to 10. More games today. Early kickoffs. While we're still on the air, North Carolina and South Carolina will meet in Charlotte in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That game's going to kick off at 9:30 this morning, and then there will be football all day long. 
football. Wisconsin and Arizona State in the Vegas Bowl, 8.30 tonight on ESPN. That'll be the fourth of four consecutive games on ESPN. Georgia coach Kirby Smart said the Bulldogs were dealing with COVID-19 issues a couple weeks ago, but he expects his team to be near full strength when they play number 2 Michigan tomorrow night in the Orange Bowl. One of the national semifinals for the college football playoff. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Joe Ingles is going to join us at 9 o'clock this morning. Lincoln Kennedy, Raider Radio Analyst, Pac-12 Network Analyst. He will join us next right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're talking Rose Bowl with Lincoln Kennedy next. Stay with us.